This is I Am Robert A. Brown Ministries. The following is a recent Sunday morning message given by Pastor Robert Brown. Out of Genesis 12 and 1. Amen. This is where God chooses Abram. Abram means exalted father. Uh, just a little background. Uh, Abram um, came from Mesopotamia. Amen. And God called him from there. Amen. And at that time, Abram worshipped other gods as spoken about in Joshua 24 and 2. Amen. And now he's being called by God. He's being chosen by God to, to worship uh, who we know is Yahweh. Amen. The eternal existent one. Amen. In this scripture. Amen. Hallelujah. Here begins the reading of God's word. Here we go. Hallelujah. Amen. It reads, Now the Lord had said unto Abram, Get thee out of thy country and from thy kindred and from thy father's house unto a land that I will show thee. Verse 2 says, And I will make of thee a great nation, and I will bless thee and make thy name great, and thou shalt be a blessing. Verse 3 and I will bless them that bless thee, and curse him that cursed thee. And in thee shall all families of the earth be blessed. Amen. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. We see here that this Abram, who would go on to become Abraham, he would go from exalted father to father of many nations, that God is making a promise to him here that every all the families of the earth would be blessed through him hallelujah glory to god anybody want to know how to be blessed or 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 what's uh, how do uh, you know how we blessed who we blessed through amen glory to god god's making a promise to abraham that we would all be blessed through him Amen. Now, living in these times where uh, blessings seem to be relegated to the color of your skin or the socioeconomic background that you come from or or a sort of many other um, reasons for being blessed or not blessed. Amen. Let me tell you today that our blessings come through Abraham as God is saying here in this scripture. Now, those of us that are Christians, I don't want you to be confused. Amen. Hallelujah. We know ultimately where our, our blessings come from. Amen. Through God. Hallelujah. But here God is saying that in these shall all families of the earth be blessed. Amen. So we're going to look into it today. Hallelujah. Glory to God. As our message to some of you might have saw the sneak peek there. Amen. Is the seed of Abraham. The seed of Abraham. Hallelujah. We're going to talk about this today and we're going to see how the blessings have flowed down through the millennium to us today. Amen. Hallelujah. In light of all that we're going through. Amen. Hallelujah. We need a word from God to help encourage us and to carry us through. Amen. So, hallelujah, please join me in prayer as I pray again for God to have his way in this service. Amen. Father God, we come before you in the matchless name of Jesus, and we thank you and praise you for everyone that's joined our service today, Lord God. We pray, Lord God, that, hallelujah, you would have your way in us and through us. 
Father God, we need a word from you, Lord God. But this task that you've given me is far, far too great for me. You are the preacher. You are the teacher. Preach today. Teach today like never before. And we won't fail to give you all the praise, the glory, and the honor because you do all things well. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Let's move on. Amen. We're going to come out of Genesis 15, 5. Amen. This is where God makes a covenant with Abram. Amen. We're building up. Hallelujah. We're, we're talking about the seed of Abraham. Amen. The scripture says, and he brought him forth abroad and said, look now towards heaven and tell the stars if thou be able to number them. And he said unto him, so shall thy seed be. Next verse. Verse 6. 15 and 6. And he believed in the Lord, he being Abraham, and he counted it to him for righteousness. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Hallelujah. This is the gospel message in a nutshell. Hallelujah. That Abraham, this uh, exalted father who went on to become the father of many nations. Amen. Was given a covenant between him and God. Hallelujah. A covenant is a binding agreement. And in this case, it's an everlasting covenant. It's a non-conditional covenant because it's not dependent on Abram's behavior. Amen. It's, it's dependent on God's faithfulness to um, bring about his covenant, to fulfill his covenant or his promise. Amen. Hallelujah. A covenant is a binding agreement. So God's binding himself to this promise that he made to Abraham. Hallelujah. And Abraham believed this promise. Hallelujah. That we wrote in, read in verse five. Hallelujah. He believed in the Lord and he counted it to him for righteousness. Amen. Hallelujah. Why do I say this is the gospel message? We believe in Hallelujah, God, and he accounts it to us as righteousness. Righteousness is not worked for. Righteousness is not achieved. Righteousness is received. Here, Abraham received righteousness. Hallelujah. The in the gospel message, amen. Hallelujah. You and I as modern day Christians, or those of you who are watching, amen, and, not, or, and are not yet Christians, you can become righteous through what you believe from God. Hallelujah. What do we believe? I believe that God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that because I believed on him, amen, that I would have everlasting life. He's forgiven me of all my sins. Amen. I believe that, that Jesus is the son of God, that he died for my sins. He rose for my uh, becoming righteous. Amen. And for me to believe that, amen, hallelujah, I become righteous. For you to believe that you become righteous. Amen. Amen. A lot of what we're going through today, amen, uh, with uh, what's happening in this nation, amen, is everybody wants to be righteous. Everybody wants to be right. Everybody's opinion, amen. And, and like I said, we're, we're adults and everybody has the right to your opinion, amen. We're free will agents, amen. You have your opinions, amen. But hallelujah, ultimately, amen, where we find our alignment to be correct, amen, is when we align ourselves with God, hallelujah, and in particular with the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. As we believe what God did for us through Christ, we become righteous. Amen. And then we don't need to prove it to anybody else. Amen. We just live it out. Amen. As God gives it to us. Amen. Hallelujah. We please him, 
and we don't look to please mankind. Amen. Hallelujah. Let's move on. Abraham is the father of righteousness by faith. This is, this is why we're focusing on him today. Amen. Hallelujah. Let's go to Romans 4 and 11, New Living Translation. This is where Abraham's, uh, well, Paul, the apostle Paul who wrote this scripture is talking about how Abraham's faith makes him right with God. Amen. Just about what I was talking about uh, previously. Amen. That it's uh, our faith that makes us right with God or makes us righteousness. Amen. Our faith in what? Our faith in Jesus Christ. Make, excuse me. Makes us right with God. Let me read. Amen. Hallelujah. Romans 4 and 11, New Living Translation. Circumcision was a sign that Abraham had already had faith and that God had already accepted him and declared him to be righteous. Let me stop here for a second. Let me deal with circumcision. Circumcision was um, where Abraham um, um, shed his own blood in a part of his body on this family program. I don't want to talk about, but he shed his own blood. Amen. As the blood of the covenant, the covenant has three parts. Amen. It has the word, it has the, uh, the spirit and it has the blood. Hallelujah. So in this case, this was the blood of the covenant. So circumcision for all intents and purposes, uh, it, right here in the scripture is talking about Abraham's outward sign that he agreed to what God made as a promise to him. Amen. So Abraham believed God and circumcision was the physical evidence that he did believe God. Amen. Hallelujah. It also is a sign of the covenant. Amen. Glory to God. But for our purposes, it's a physical sign that Abraham believed God. All right. So let me read that one more time. So circumcision was a sign that Abraham already had faith and that God had already accepted him and declared him to be righteous. All right. So in other words, Abraham would not have made a sign in his body unless he already believed it. All right. So even let me go on to read some more. Even before he was circumcised. So Abraham is the spiritual father of those who have faith but but have not been circumcised they are counted as righteous because of their faith in other words we it, it's not about us today getting circumcised amen cuz the point of the scripture is that abraham believed god before he became circumcised at this time uh the jews were making a big deal about whether you were circumcised or not uh, to be a believer in jesus christ and that was not the case. Amen. And for, for our purposes, amen, many of us believe that you have to engage in a lot of other religious activities in order to be considered a Christian. Amen. But God knows what's in our heart. Amen. Hallelujah. Glory to God. And with the writer here, what Paul is saying, amen, is he is the father of us that believe in God and are counted as righteous. Okay. Hallelujah. A lot of people try to down whether you're a Christian or not or or, you know, um, try to um, say uh, negative things about you. Amen. This is but this walks between you and God. Amen. It's between you 
and God. Let's move forward. Amen. Here's a question for you. What is the benefit of having Abraham as our father of faith? Why, you know, Abraham is referred to in Christian circles as the father of faith. Why? What, what benefit uh, is that for us? Amen. Let's move on and see. Amen. Uh, we're going to stay in this chapter, Romans, and we're going to go to the 13th verse, the New Living Translation. Amen. It says, clearly, God's promise to give the whole earth to Abraham and his descendants. Let's stop here right, right real quick. Amen. What, what is the promise that God made to Abraham to give the whole earth to him and his descendants? Now, his literal descendants were uh, what we know today as the Jews or back then it would be the, the Hebrews or the Israelites. Amen. Glory to God. But the promise was to give the whole earth to Abraham. This is, in other words, that there would be nothing off limits to him, that he, the whole blessings of God were available to him and his descendants. Amen. Glory to God. We're going to get to how it relates to us as modern day Christians in a minute. Amen. So clearly God's promise to give the whole earth to Abraham and his descendants was based not on his obedience to God's law. Uh-oh, let's stop there for a second. Amen. So Abraham was qualified for all the blessings on the earth that God has available to him. Amen. Not because he obeyed the law, because at this time there was no law. There was no nation of Israel yet. There was no law. Amen. Glory to God. It was based on his belief in God. Amen. So it was not based on his obedience to God's law, but on right relationship with God that comes by faith. Our blessings are not based on our religious behavior, but they're based on, hallelujah, our right relationship with God that comes by faith. Amen. Those of us that are frustrated now, those of us that feel like the system is holding us back now because of our skin color or how we look or what our background is or what country we come from or, or all these things. Amen. Hallelujah. I'm here to tell you today. Amen. That the blessings are available to you. Hallelujah. By your relationship with God that comes by faith. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Glory to God. You should say hallelujah to that. Amen. Glory to God. Amen. It's by faith. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. Let's move on. Now, who is the seed of Abraham? It's the next question. Hallelujah. Who is the seed of Abraham? Hallelujah. We need to know that question. We need to answer that question. Amen. In order to have a good understanding of what's happening, amen, in today's message. Amen. We're going to Galatians 3.16, King James Version. Amen. It reads, now to Abraham and his seed were the promises made. Now we talked about the descendants of Abraham and being the Israelites and the Hebrews and now what we know as Jews, amen. Hallelujah. So now, the, now to Abraham and his seed were the promises made. He saith not to his seeds. Uh-oh. So here, the, Paul wrote Galatians here. He's saying it's not to your seeds. So it's not to, um, it's not to Isaac or Jacob or uh, the Israelites or the Hebrews or what we know as the Jews. 
as of many, but as of one, and to thy seed, which is Christ. In other words, when God made this promise to Abraham to bless him and to make every blessing available to him that is on the earth, amen, to inherit the whole wide earth, which I told you is just to receive all the blessings that God has available to, to him, amen, on the earth, amen. He has not, you know, many believe that, you know, and there are some physical blessings that went down to, to, um, from Abraham to Isaac to Jacob to, to the whole entire nation of Israel. There were some blessings, amen, don't get me wrong, but the ultimate promises and the ultimate seed of Abraham was Christ. The whole point of God calling Abraham and making a promise to him is that God was looking down through the millennium, amen, that, hallelujah, that, that Christ would come through Abraham's uh, posterity, amen, glory to God, that the, the, the true promise, the, the, the true son of promise was not Isaac, but the true son of promise was Christ, hallelujah, that, that the whole point of this whole thing of God choosing Abraham was ultimately to get to Christ, hallelujah, Glory to God. That's not saying that Isaac wasn't important. It's not saying that Jacob wasn't important. Amen. Because they were all, hallelujah, uh, blessed men of God and, and stepping stones. And their descendants were stepping stones. And the, 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 the Israelites, the Hebrews were, hallelujah, blessed people and have promises of God. But they were stepping stones, hallelujah, that led ultimately to Christ. Somebody say hallelujah. Glory to God. Let's move on. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Now that we see that Christ is the ultimate seed of Abraham, what does that mean for us as modern day Christians? So we're told this message is about the seed of Abraham. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Now we see that the seed of Abraham is Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. He is the ultimate seed. He was who God ultimately wanted to bring into the earthly realm. Amen. Through Abraham, hallelujah, glory to God. Let's see. Galatians 3.13 says, Christ hath redeemed us from the curse of the law, being made a curse for us, amen. So how we, the, the law ca carried certain curses, amen. The law was based on behavior, amen. What am I talking about when I'm talking about the law? I'm talking about the Ten Commandments. Once again, for those of you who are not familiar, the Ten Commandments are holy, they are just, and they are good, but they have no transformative power, amen. The Ten Commandments were, uh, in Genesis um, 19, they were uh, asked of by the Hebrews, amen. They wanted some laws like other people had laws, amen. And God uh, acquiesced to their request, amen, and gave them the Ten Commandments. And from there, rooted in the Ten Commandments, the other 613 laws that the ancient Jews and even many modern day Jews still follow. Hallelujah. But here and, and, and with those laws, amen, when you did not follow them, there were curses associated with with it. Amen. So what I'm talking about here is 
religious behavior where we believe that we are blessed by God based on merit, based on good behavior. Amen. Hallelujah. Here the scripture is talking about Christ has redeemed us from the curse of the law. So all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. So no one except for Jesus Christ, amen, was able to live morally or according to God's law perfectly. And thus, amen, we were all subject to the curse of the law. Amen. As human beings. Hallelujah. Do good, get good. Do bad, get bad. But here Christ, amen, has bought us back from the curse of the law. Being made a curse for us, Christ at the cross became a curse on our behalf. He took the punishment that was due you and I. For it is written, cursed is everyone that hangeth on a tree. That's a reference to the cross. Amen. It's referring to the cross as a tree. Amen. It was made out of wood. Verse 14, that the blessings of Abraham might come on the Gentiles through Jesus Christ. Amen. Now, there are many scholars and very, very learned, amen, Christian um, uh, people, amen, and, and scholars and, and students of Christianity, amen, that don't believe that we as modern day Christians have access to the promises of the Old Testament because we are not Jews or we are Gentiles. Amen. But here clearly in Galatians 3:14, we read that the blessings of Abraham who through him became the Hebrew or Israelite or Jewish nation. Amen. Glory to God. He is the progenitor of that nation. Amen. Glory to God that the blessings of Abraham might come on the Gentiles or might I say non Jewish people. Hallelujah. Through Jesus Christ, this seed of Abraham, Jesus Christ has made available to us the blessings that God had promised to Abraham and his descendants. We get it through Jesus Christ. So no one could come and tell me that because I look like this or because the color of my skin is like this or because I come from this social economic background that I can't be blessed. Saints, what is happening here is too often we believe that our opportunities, our blessings are dictated by the faces of clay or in other words, by other people. Amen. Glory to God. But I'm here to tell you today that your blessings, your opportunities. Amen. Hallelujah. Are available to you. Through Jesus Christ, somebody say hallelujah. hallelujah. Glory to God. Now, that's not to say we live in a fallen world. Let me say that again. We live in a fallen world. Now, the question may come up, amen. If God is so good, why are these riots going on? Why are men being killed, in particular black men being killed by police officers? Amen. Why are people dying? Why is the COVID-19 going on and a hundred, over 100,000 people have died? Saints, we live in a fallen world. And God has given us the gift of free will, free choice. Our choices have led us down a path, a descending path, amen, of, 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 of disease and racism and anger and frustration, amen. And what happens is when the world finds itself in these sorts of things, then we get mad at God even though we chose to live independent of him. 
What has to happen? We as free will agents must ask God to come and intervene in our circumstances and our situation. Is God not all powerful? Of course he's all powerful. Hallelujah. But he's given us a free will. And part of what prayer is, is inviting God into our situation or at other times declaring the promises of God as a free will agent into our own situations. Hallelujah. Glory to God. In other words, hallelujah, we have a role in all of this through our wills. Unfortunately, there are times when free moral agents make bad choices that affect other people. But as a modern day Christian, I have available to me all the promises of God through Jesus Christ. And I can uh, declare those promises to my own situation, circumstances that are around me. Amen. Glory to God. So in other words, I could declare over the nation. Amen. Blessings. Just as someone can declare curses over the nation. Amen. We as Christians can declare the promises of God over the nation. Amen. Hallelujah. Let me read this one more time. That the blessings of Abraham might come on the Gentiles or the non-Jewish people through Jesus Christ or the Christians through Jesus Christ. That we might receive the promises of the Spirit through faith. What do you believe today? Do you believe that your blessings are based on how you look? Where you were raised, what your race is, was it based on faith in the Lord Jesus Christ? Let's move on. Only through Christ, Abraham's true seed, can we enjoy the blessings of Abraham. Now, we talked about those blessings being everything's available to us. Amen. Hallelujah. Glory to God. And this is our last scripture today. Galatians 3.29, Amplified Classic Version. It reads, And if you belong to Christ, are in him who was Abraham's seed, when we accept Jesus as our Lord and Savior, we are now spiritually in Christ. We were once physically in Adam, the first man that was ever formed, we were in him in seed form. But now when we become Christians, hallelujah, we transfer to being in Christ spiritually. Amen. So now when Father God looks at humanity or, uh, or, or humanity that's Christians, he sees us that we are in Christ so and if let me read the scripture again then with that context with that understanding and if you belong to christ are in him who is abraham's seed so now we're in christ who is abraham's ultimate seed then you are abraham's offspring and spiritual heirs according to promise so in other words what god promised to abraham in Genesis 15 and then later on he promised more things in Genesis 17 amen that we didn't get to today hallelujah glory to God 
though we are heirs of that promise because we are in Christ who was Abraham's ultimate seed or ultimate descendant. Now we know Christ had no physical father, but he was born of Mary who was a descendant of Abraham. And because we are in Christ spiritually, we've made with our wills a choice to be followers of Christ and we're in him spiritually. We are heirs according to promise. Hallelujah. Glory to God. We receive the promises that God made to Abraham. Hallelujah. Because of our choice to believe in the Lord Jesus Christ. Somebody say amen. Amen. Let me do this. Amen. Let me go back to the screen here. Amen. Hallelujah. I want, I want to speak to us. Amen. There are a lot of things going on today. And let me just reiterate what I talked about before. These are signs of a fallen world that is being prepared for Christ's return. There is no political system on earth that's going to give us the type of society that you and I all want. Amen. The only system that is going to work ultimately is when Christ is here ruling on earth. Amen. And the best ruler that we've ever had, that the world has ever known. Amen. And we know that's down through the future. But what can we do in the meantime? What can we do in these current situations where there are uh, black men being killed? Amen. By police officers where there are protests and riots and there's a health pandemic. Amen. Where over 100,000 people have died. What what can we do? Amen. Hallelujah. A, what we do is we go to God and we lean on him. Lord, help me, give me, in, empower me to know what to think. Empower me to know what to feel. Empower me to know what to do during these times. Lord, my heart is heavy. My emotions are out of whack. I am angry. I am frustrated. Yes, 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 yes. But we go to him. We give him these things. Amen. Hallelujah. And we allow him to have his way in us. Now, some of you may have seen the post that I made this morning on Facebook. Amen. Hallelujah. The whole point of that, and that was divinely inspired. Amen. Glory to God. Ultimately, we want to be lights in the world as Christians. We want to be leaders and not followers. We want to seek God, have him, if he so desires, to give us what to say as we speak to those around us. Those that are confused and anger and hurt and, 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 and enraged. Amen. We, we have to be lights to share to them. But before we can do that, we got to go to God for ourselves. And we got to get how to think, how to feel and how to act. During times like these. Amen. Glory to God. These are not signs that God does not exist. These are these are signs that Jesus is soon to return. Amen. These are signs of a world that is fallen. That a, a man-made government, not just here in America, but around the world, 
Amen. Does not work. But we have hope that God will establish his government on earth in the near future. Amen. Glory to God. Those of you who are that Bible scholars and things of that nature, you know what I speak. Amen. But let me pray for us one more time that we might be encouraged, that we might be fortified, that we might be strengthened. And for those of you who don't know Christ, that you might receive him into your hearts as Lord and Savior. But let me pray that first prayer. Father God, we come before you in the matchless name of Jesus. Many of us are hurting. We're angry. We're confused. We're frustrated. We're fearful. And we don't know what to do with all these emotions, all these thoughts, all these opinions. And many of us want to take action. And we want to fix this world. And we want to protect those we love. But Father God, we are but flesh. Have your way in us and through us. Comfort us as only you can. Build us up as only you can. Calm our spirits. Take away our fears. And help us during times like these. Not only help us, but help our nation, Lord God. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Give us that peace that passes all understanding. That the world might see us and ask us, why are we so peaceful? And we can point them to your son. Hallelujah. Have your way in us, Lord God. Hallelujah. Give us the very thoughts to think. Give us how to feel in a healthy manner. So healthy thoughts, healthy emotions, Lord God. And then have us executed with righteous behaviors that are full of light, that are full of love, that are full of encouragement, that are full of understanding, that are full of patience, that are full of endurance, Lord God. Hallelujah. Have your way in us and through us. Help us to be the overcomers you've called us to be. We thank you today. We praise you. We pray for the family, Lord God, of George Floyd, Lord God. Comfort them as only you can. Build them up as only you can. Give them the justice, Lord God, that is fair and right, that only you can. In the name of Jesus. And we pray for every slain individual that was, was their life was taken away unjustly, Lord God by these officers, Lord God, throughout the years, Lord God. We pray for their families. Comfort them as well. Give them closure as well. Give them the ability to move forward from this pain in the name of Jesus. And Father God, we pray for our government, Lord God, both federal and local governments, Lord God. We pray, Lord God, that you would turn their hearts towards your son and turn their hearts towards doing the right thing for these families and for this nation. Have your way, Lord God. Not my will, but thy will be done. In Jesus' name, amen. Listen, you're watching today and you don't know Jesus. You're watching today and you're angry. You're frustrated. You're confused. 
You're wondering where God is in all this. Amen. Hallelujah. I want to offer you an invitation that God is good and God hears your prayers and God is concerned for you and wants to be a blessing to you and help you. Amen. If that's you, you've tried a whole lot of different things. You've tried self-help books. You've tried to be a good person on your own. You've tried to be uh, at church, you know, when you were supposed to be. You've, tr you've tried all the good behavior things. And you've seen that it's not worked the way you wanted it to work. Amen. I want to invite you to try Jesus now. He came. He died for our imperfections or our sins. Amen. He paid for them. And then he rose from the dead as evidence that God accepted his payment for our sins. If, if that's you, and you wouldn't like to know a God that's a forgiver of sins, and we all have them, say this prayer with me. Say, Lord Jesus, come into my heart. Please forgive me of all sins, transgressions, and iniquities. I believe that you died for my sins. I believe that you rose from the dead as evidence that Father God accepted your payment, your life for my sins. Thank you for saving me. In Jesus' name, amen. Friends, if you said that prayer sincerely, you are saved one day going to heaven and have access to the promises of, promises of God through Abraham and his seed, Jesus Christ. Amen. Hallelujah. Welcome to the family of God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Amen. 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 Listen, let me get back here. Hallelujah. Listen, we need your help for the, the gospel message to continue to be spread. Amen. The world, especially a time like this, needs to hear about Jesus Christ. Amen. Hallelujah. A lot of the rage and the anger and the frustration comes from a hopelessness. Amen. It, 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 uh, and the racism comes from a not knowing and valuing human life. People that look different from you. It's not knowing how much God loves you and how much blessings are available to you through Jesus Christ. Amen. We feel threatened by people that look different from us. Let me give you a quick testimony, amen, as we're doing this offering, amen. Uh, many years ago, I worked in the hospital and I was transferred from working in the kitchen, amen, with people that look like me to being a nursing assistant that worked up on the patient wings, the pa patient floors, the patient units, amen, with nurses that did not look like me. Now, there was fears and concerns and pre, um, uh, ideas about how the nurses would be that don't look like me. And they had thoughts about me of how I would be that didn't look like them. Amen. And I, and I was aware of this and I was in my 20s at the time. And what I decided to do is said, Lord, I'm going to follow you. I'm going to work hard. And I'm going to try to be that light 
that you would have me to be based on uh, Matthew 5.16. Amen. So I went about doing that. And it might have been seen that, you know, I was being non-confrontational and that I was just uh, a goody two-shoes and stuff like that. But I, I had a reason. I had a method behind what I was doing. I needed God to strengthen me. Amen. To do the right thing before these people that I had negative thoughts about had negative thoughts about me because of race. Let's just to be honest with each other. And I went about trying to be the Christian that he wanted to be wanted me to be. And he strengthened me to do that. And I had I was a nursing assistant and also I had to clean the units and order supplies. I had a lot of work to do. And I put my head down and I did it slowly. But surely the walls started coming down between me and these nurses that did not look like me. Amen. So on my end and on their end. It came to the point where these nurses came became like um, work mothers to me and I became their work son, despite them being a different race than me. God had worked it out. They started inviting me to their parties and I'm not talking about parties where we dance and all that, but their gatherings. Amen. And those of you who know me know I like food, so I'm going <laughs> to go ahead and invite me to have food. So I went, amen, and I had dishes from different cultures, and it was just wonderful, amen. And then they, when my children were born, they would buy gifts for my children. They were like my work uh, mothers and now had grandchildren through me, amen. And it's all because of Jesus Christ. So what is the answer to the race problem? It is Jesus Christ. I live in the same planet that you live in. I have the same experiences that you have. I've been pulled over by the police more than I can remember. I've been pulled over with my family in the car and my children crying. I understand. I've had my house entered into at 3 a.m. when I was newly married. And the police came in and they had to search my room at 3 a.m. with my new wife. I understand. But my answer was to look to Jesus. I'm not saying what's happening out there is right. I'm not saying that at all. What I'm saying is our answer is in Jesus Christ. He improves things as we as free moral agents, people with the free will, allow him to enter into our lives and improve things. This is not a fairy tale. This is my life. This is my testimony, and I'm a witness to when you allow Christ in the situation, he makes your situation better. Amen. With all that said, this is the benefit of sharing the gospel. Amen. That our lives would improve, and then we can help the lives of others improve as they get to know Jesus Christ. Christ. Amen. So please, ma'am, please, sir, during these challenging times, if you are able to make a donation, I'm asking you if you could do so today. Amen. If you are unable, God bless you. We're going to keep praying for you, keep sharing the gospel with you, keep loving you, keep supporting you. Amen. But those of you that are able, if you can make a donation, please, ma'am, please, sir, if you can do so for the continuance of of the gospel. There are two ways to do it. Amen. There's online giving. Amen. It can be done at lwccgrace.org forward slash donations. 
Amen. For those of you who feel comfortable giving online, amen, you can do that. The second way is you can mail it in. Amen. And you can mail in your offering to Living Waters Christian Center, P.O. Box 115, Amityville, New York, 11701. Amen. So I'll leave that up there for a second so that you can view that. Amen. And please make a contribution to the gospel's continuance. Amen. Hallelujah. I hope that we have been a blessing to you over these last 11 weeks. And we want to continue to uh, be a blessing to you. But we need your support. Amen. The church still has obligations. Amen. God doesn't need our money. He lives up in heaven. Amen. But on the earthly realm, we are the body of Christ or the organization that carries the message of Christ. Amen. And on this realm, this earth, we need your financial support. So if you are able to do that, please, I ask that you do so. Amen. All right. Hallelujah. Tough week. Challenges we all face. We've all had raw emotions. We've all had our opinions and we've all screamed at the TV or turned it off when we got too frustrated. Amen. Hallelujah. I know I've had to turn it off for the last uh, day and a half. Uh, I have had my fill. I'm not ignorant about what's going on, but once my emotional um, container was full, I had to uh, go on to other things. Amen. I encourage you to do the same if um, you're emo you feel like your emotional uh, tank is being full with too much negativity. Amen. Continue to, let's continue to pray. Let's continue to declare uh, peace uh, over our nation. Amen. Let's continue to pray for our elected officials. Let's continue to especially pray for the family of victim victims. Amen. Those that have lost loved ones, both through the pandemic or through um, uh, the encounters with police. Amen. Let's continue to pray for them. Amen. Let's pray for the minds of our young people who are really upset and confused by all this. Like we are. Imagine if we are as as uh, seasoned adults. Amen. Imagine them as new adults. Let's continue to pray for them. Amen. Hallelujah. And, you know, pray for ourselves. Spend that time with God that he might give you what to think, how to feel and what to act, how to act. Amen. Through all of this. Amen. That we accurately uh, represent Christ, especially during a time like this. So I lost my camera. But sorry about the camera feed, everyone. God bless you. God loves you. Amen. Have a wonderful afternoon. Amen. And we will close our service. Amen. Thank you for joining us at I Am Robert A. Brown Ministries. We hope the message blessed you and unveiled the love of Christ to you in a greater way. God bless.